Hello, everybody. Welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I'm your host, that's the NFL on Twitter. And of course, follow the group, Patrick Packers. So, listen, we got the win. The playoff hopes are still alive. And I'm going to keep saying that until, we, until we're dead in this thing. Happy days. Um, did I predict it? Should have predicted it. I think I did. So, this was a game that we were definitely going to win. Cardinals. Um, so what the thing is, is we look back at that Cardinals game and I think that's going to come back to bite us in the arse if, if we run it close. Like, right, I'm the only one on the podcast, so let me ask myself questions. Do I think we're going to make the playoffs? No, we're not going to make the playoffs. Uh, we're going to run it in. We're going to be proud of the team, how they handle it and all the rest, but we're probably not going to make the playoffs. But, but, let's keep the dream alive. Really weird game. And I think more revealing than the game itself was the press conferences after with the likes of Joe Philbin, Aaron Rodgers. And I guess maybe I'll start there. Maybe I'll start at the end. Um, Philbin was asked, you know, what was different and, you know, what did you bring to the game and all this, you know, the usual type of questions. And he said that there was no magic. There was nothing different, um, that the players just made plays. And that's really what it comes down to in this game. I think the temptation really is is to look at this team as kind of a failure this season. When you look at the games against the Rams and the Vikings and the Patriots, you know, we weren't that far off in all of these games. You know, we were a fumble away or whatever, a silly mistake. So it's a bit nuts that our record is as bad as it is. And then the game just kind of disintegrated at the end, you know, the, our games or our form. Um, and I think that's really what happened with Mike McCarthy it's it's an awful lot easier to get behind a coach when what he's telling you works even if you don't particularly agree with it but when it all started to not work I think it was quite clear that the writing was on the wall um and that stuff was stale like for instance and I wrote down in the notes for for the game there was a third and long and Aaron Rodgers just went to I think it was Randall Cobb or Aaron Jones and it was just a little dinky pass it was going nowhere and that's what the game was filled with last week whereas this week it almost seems more innovative with three 70 yard touchdown drives which was incredible and instead of writing down this week like i did last week terrible throw by a rod terrible throw by a rod there was some pretty good stuff there but if you look at the overall stats and you were to ask you know who who comes away with the with the game in this I think it's quite clear that A, the Atlanta Falcons are a pretty piss poor team. And then on top of that, they kind of shot themselves in the foot in this game, which was to be expected. But sometimes fortune favours the brave, I guess, if that even applies here. And sometimes it can be your day. Like, for instance, Aaron Rodgers broke the interception to attempt stat record, took it off Brady. We all know who to go with this. And he could have been picked off twice in this game. One before that, and it was the same last week. The ball was literally thrown to the defender and he drops it. And that could have scuttled his chances. I think he was like six attempts away um, and he dropped it. Now, let's look at this game just to sort of point out how incredible it was. 
So the Atlanta Falcons had 16 passing first downs. We had 11. They had five running first downs. We had six. So only one better there, but five worse than passing. But first downs from penalties. We had six first downs from their penalties, whereas they had one, which is incredible. They had a bigger yards per play, 5.1 to air 4.9. They had more passing yards, 237 to air 162. Overall yards, we had 300 on the money. They had 344, which you can, can appreciate as a very difficult thing for a man to say, an Irishman. Um, in the red zone, we didn't find ourselves in the red zone a whole lot, just once, and we scored a touchdown off it, whereas the rest of them, you know, it was a long run in or a long touchdown pass. Whereas the Falcons you know, had five attempts in the red zone, converting three of those. We won the turnover battle. There was two. There was a lost fumble for them. Um, and then there was that interception as well that Breland came up big on. And the time of possession for the Falcons was bigger than us. Now, only just by a, by a hint, which was 30 minutes and 49 seconds to air 29 minutes and 11. So, you know, when you look at the stats... And all of that, and it's, it's not quite clear cut. Had the Falcons not sort of ballsed up so much on penalties and given us those first downs, I still think we would have won the game. But, you know, it's, sometimes when that stuff goes for you. But fair play to Joe Philbin. Uh, Colin plays for the first time in the NFL because we, even when he was with the Dolphins, he didn't. Which was just nuts, bananas, that uh, they asked him who's going to be calling the plays. He said, me. Have you, did you call him in Miami? No. So for him to step in, but again, the most telling thing about this whole game was Aaron Rodgers' press conference after. Now, there was some throwback stuff happening in this game as well. You know, Clay Matthews is coming down with sacks. Randall Cobb is getting his first touchdowns, you know, since week one. Um, a notable poor performance, Jimmy Graham. Devontae Adams got a massive gain. Jimmy Graham pulls back because, you know, he literally bops the uh, defender out of the way. And uh, he was targeted five times, came down with two or three passes you know and some of those were long ones as well it seemed like he really couldn't catch a pass all game and one of them that he did catch after all of these sort of drops you know he's screaming out I guess with relief because he was kind of making the balls of it but some really nice and encouraging stuff the the touchdown to um, Randall Cobb was incredible which is what Rogers broke that you know interception to attempt record on which was quite fitting and Aaron Jones then an incredible run for that touchdown. And there was an awful lot spoken about. Well first off I have to say kudos to the Packers fans out there. Who were Jesus Christ. Were calling for a fire filbin. Halfway through this game. Which is just bananas. It was odd at the start. Because Jamal Williams was getting the, the carries. And he was you know dragging stuff up the middle and all the rest. And they asked Philbin in the press conference after. You know what was the, what was the deal with that. Why didn't you feed Aaron Jones. And then the you know the comms kept saying over and over again. Or you know anytime you feed Aaron Jones. Good stuff happens which is true. So it was just nuts to see that the game plan and that's what Aaron Rodgers came out and said that they had first off a good week of practice but we hear that all the time like most most of the time that's what will happen when a team lose they'll come out and the podium and the first thing that they'll say is I don't understand because we had a great week in practice and A-Rod kind of alluded to that himself he kind of threw it out there as if to say I know this is sort of said a lot uh, but it actually means something this time so he said that um, there's a lot of fight left in the squad that, you know, Joe did a great job with the flow in play calling. Uh, you know, Randall made plays, uh, Devontae made plays, 
And Aronor just, you know, had a different message for the lads and he said that that wasn't the reason why that they won, but he was sort of saying some different stuff. But look, I said it in the preview podcast. I was very surprised actually by the pass rush for Atlanta. Most of that comes down to the fact that most of our O-line was actually missing. Um, and then we saw an instance where McRae went out, Light came in and then Light came back out again and McRae came back in and was injured. So I get the fact that our O-line was weak, but they caught us on the blitz a lot, especially on third down. So I was a bit shocked by that because what I expected to happen was is that, and I'd said a pre, in the preview kind of like that this was set up for the Packers to do well. Their pass rush for Atlanta was poor. That means that Aaron Rodgers will get time. He can ad lib when the play breaks down, and he's going to have Randall Cobb and Devontae Adams who are going to be able to help him out there. And that's exactly what we saw in this game. And fair play to Aaron Rodgers as well for you know putting the team on his back, and especially in that third and twenty-two, I think it was. And he ran for 21 yards, took that cheap shot. And that, that was my favorite part. And I tweeted it out. I will never come down hard on any teammate who goes after somebody who puts it like Poole put in a really bad hit um, on Aaron Rodgers. Now, some people are going to disagree with that. They're going to say, you know, Aaron Rodgers slid late and all the rest. But Poole seemed to lead with his head. And when you look at the slow-mo replay, which always looks worse anyway, you see Aaron Rodgers really does take a very hard shot. It crunches up his shoulder, which I'd worry about the collarbone, and he goes down into the dirt. And I thought that was a that was a dirty hit. You know he's gonna, you know, whatever. Okay, put in the hit. And would I be saying that if it was the opposing quarterback? Yeah, I'd still say that was dirty. Clay Matthews used to do it sometimes, where, like, famously he'd tackle Kaepernick, you know, outside the numbers. Um, I think who was it? It might have even been Matt Ryan or somebody, or maybe it was with the Vikings. I can't. Someone will tell me anyway after the pod of where he went to help the quarterback up and then pulled his hand away. It's just a dick move. Um, so yeah, I'm quite capable of calling it out to say it was a dirty play of someone else. But Lucas Patrick runs in and just starts slapping people about the place. And he gets the penalty, but then the penalty falls on the side of the Falcons as well. And so it's cancelled out. But I love how much that means to Aaron Rodgers. And it really does mean a lot. They asked him that in the press conference. And he came out and said that that was one of his favourite moments. He absolutely loves when the cavalry comes in. He mentioned um, it happening against the Jets a couple of years ago. He mentioned it happened against Seattle. Uh, famously happened against Tennessee. So he was delighted that Lucas Patrick comes in and sort of, you know, defends it. He says that that was one of the malaise that kind of got a bit of the hand because usually there's some sort of negotiators in there kind of pulling people away. But he said in this time it was just kind of a bit of a free-for-all. Everyone was in there sort of slapping people about the place. But fair play to Lucas Patrick. And it does show that there is some fight in this team that they're going to stand up for each other. And Lucas came out after the game and said that, you know, Aaron Rodgers always had his back, especially for a guy like him, who wouldn't be sort of highly touted. And we saw all these stories come out about Lucas Patrick and that he was on sort of the roster bubble. He wasn't going to make the roster and that he did and he didn't and all this kind of stuff. So, um, you know, for him to come out and appreciate Aaron Rodgers as much. But look, at we saw this happen all the time. And that's what I will say for the likes of TJ Lang and Josh Sitton and all the rest. Those guys rip your face off if you went near the quarterback. And it's good to see that fight in this team. As far as performances go, it was great to see, and it was great to see the amount of unanswered points that the Packers put up. Uh, the four quarters would be the junk time. I don't really, you know, the 20 points by the Falcons kind of flatters the Falcons, to be honest, because, you know, we kind of didn't give a crap at the end. Promising performances again from J.R. Alexander, just just a great player. Um, and a, a, talk about Philbin. Jesus Christ. Philbin's the guy that made you have a poker, and you're on your second hand. And he's going all in, lads. You know, and just to try to let you know he's serious. That's kind of the way Joe Philbin is. 
I expect him to be in a casino just sort of saying, hit me at the blackjack table, even when he goes bust. I said, hit me, goddammit. So just nuts, you know, whips out the challenge flag. The first one was was truly legit. Um, that wasn't a catch. Great coverage by Alexander on Jones. And I like the quotes from Alexander as well after the game that people were giving Julio Jones too much respect and he didn't like it. So he was going to stick to Jones all day. And he did. And I, th- I thought he did really, really well under the circumstances. I think it was a Sanu pass. Might have been to Jones. Um, and I, I wrote down in my notes, you know, Alexander kind of got beaten on that one. Or bet, as I like to say. But I, when I look back on the replay, I was like, do you know what? He actually didn't. He made a good play, whipped his head around, tried to get up. But it, that, that pass was just on the money. And in fact, the pass was pulled back for a penalty on the Falcons. So it didn't actually matter anyway. But a great game from him. Uh, I think he's really one to watch for the future. He's, we've really got something special in that guy. And an absolute genius move by Gudekunst, um, you know, to be moving about the place in the draft. But I'm encouraged by this game. You know, I thought that if we sort of put the foot down, we could maybe drop a 50-burger on these fellas. Um, I went a little bit stale at the end, which no one's going to really talk about. And I guess that's that's kind of what we saw with the Packers, even under McCarthy, right, is that we get up the lead and then we kind of sit on the But in this instance, completely weren't. And there's no way we're going to go balls to the wall. Um, you know, just, just see the game out. Keep everybody that's out there healthy because we've got too many injuries as it is. Um, so, yeah, it was good. But... You can really see, and I think that game exhibited that the team really did give up on the McCarthy, I think. And it was nice to see, you know, the, the the people playing for Joe. And look, about McCarthy as well, we can't go on in this podcast without discussing what a classy move it was for him to come in and talk to his staff on one day, come in and talk to the players on the other day, get a standing ovation from the players, go back into Lambeau and take that really... A really fan move of like recording a video on his phone, which he sent then to to Jay Glazer, who put it out um, on social of Lambeau and talking about how he likes the flags at, at night time. Like uh, people said it about him. He really didn't take being head coach of the Packers for granted. And it was heartbreaking to see it. And, it, you know, I definitely got a bit of dust in my eye, uh, you know, watching that video. And we also can't let this podcast go by without again talking about the man. Winston Moss he went on Fox and he was talking about the tweet and all the rest did he regret it no you know who was he talking to well he was talking to the fans he wasn't trying to get at the coaches but he also said he didn't regret it which is some something that somebody says who has massive ramifications from something in the public eye do you regret it uh no of course I'm gonna say that but you know he whips out his Super Bowl rings he tries to make a joke about Aaron Rodgers being the head coach of the Packers for the last nine years um, and then sort of tries to take it back and say that he's joking. I'm not going to make too much of it because this is kind of the media again diving all over it. I think he was trying to take the piss and it was a joke and bad taste. But what he has to realise, I think, is is that his words are going to carry more weight because he was behind the scenes, because he was assistant coach. And, you know, they, they kind of call him out too, saying, do you go offence or do you go defence? And then he starts talking about how you know, the defensive side of the ball is very important as well. Without taking ownership and kind of walking himself into it. Just watch the interview. It's very, very revealing, I guess. To sort of get into what was really going on behind the scenes there. But one of the most, uh, the, one of the key things that Aaron Rodgers came out and said in that interview to do with the success and, and why the Packers were successful in this game was to do with situ- situational football. And that the Packers were 7 uh, for 13 on third down 
Um, you know, there were a team of, of two halves, which we hear in soccer a lot. The fact that, you know, first off, the offense and the defense came to play and also that they kept that performance up by and large all the way into the third quarter. And he mentions the fact that, you know, how many touchdowns that they got in the third quarter. Um, he also sort of echoed what Philbin had said, where the reason that they didn't go with Jones first was because they had certain plays scripted for Jamal Williams that he was more suited to. And then they got Aaron Jones involved later on in the game. But also that he said that this week they had the cleanest, fastest and most efficient week of practice. And we did see come out in the media that they were certainly organizing the practice a little bit different this time where they usually go through, you know, the walkthrough with offense, defense, that they start focusing on something different. So Joe did make a stamp on it. And as well as that, it's like anything else. You know, if your job is terrible and you hand in your notice, that last month or two that you have to work in, you almost get that sort of pangs of, am I making the right decision? Because it feels an awful lot fresher. Uh, there's less weight on you and things are a little bit different. And it's all about a change in perspective. And that's exactly what we saw in Green Bay. Joe will have a different stamp on things. Aaron Rodgers will work with him more because he would see it as kind of temporary in the respect that he has for Joe as well. And also... Um, you know, it's kind of, they've, they've got nothing left to lose now and they know that, you know, the pressure's kind of off them and that helps too, you know, and anything they do in here, like running the table and relaxing and all the rest of this, um, you know, is a bonus. But anyway, this was just a quick take. It's backs to the wall stuff. We have to win. All of the results, by the way, for us to try to get into the playoffs um, has worked out. So we saw the Washington Redskins lose um, and... You know, we, we have a couple of tweets out there that sort of break down exactly what we need to do. And there's some good stuff there from Peter Jones as well. So look, it all went pretty swimmingly. What we have to hope for now is, is that the Chicago Bears and the Minnesota Vikings get beaten, which could very much happen because the Bears are coming up against the, the LA Rams. So yeah, let's hold out hope. Keeping it going again. And you know what's going to happen, right? So I've done this podcast after the game. You just know, you know, someone's going to get let go. Um, you know, grandma's going to get ran over by a goddamn reindeer now after I release this. I'm going to have to get on with another caveat at the top of the podcast. So I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to release the podcast. I'm going to pray that nothing mad happens in the meantime. And listen, I'll talk to you lads for the preview podcast of a Wednesday or Thursday. And don't forget, follow me on Twitter at StDDNFL. On Twitter, follow the group at UK Packers. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook and all the good stuff. And until Wednesday or Thursday, go Pack Go.